This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the NXT post show with me, Alex Pulowski, and also Kate Elizabeth. I am so enraged that I actually was able to introduce the show correctly. That is, but I'm going to let Kate do the next thing where she shills about the super chats and the humper chats and the fightful select and everything else, and then I'm just going to take take a few cleansing breaths. I think everybody take a deep inhale and exhale while I tell you to do exactly that. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Follow along with us on Twitch and show us your bitties at twitch.tv backslash fightful gaming. This is. Your NXT post show for September 20th brought to you by Blue Chew and Magic Spoon. Leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. It's the best free way to support us. It helps people find us in the algorithm. And heck, head on over to Fightful Select and subscribe if you're not already. My goodness, news about the potential return of Bray Wyatt. News about... The fallout from Brawl Out after All Out. So much happening over there. So um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm going to throw it back to Alex, but I fear for all of our safety because what happened was the show started with, we were talking about this right before we went on air. This in all my years of watching wrestling is one, one of, if not the dumbest, pieces of booking I've ever seen in my in my life and I know I started watching in 2009 so I started late but I've gone back I've watched mid-80s NWA I watched some of the shit they pulled in WCW I've gone back and watched things it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in wrestling and wrestling is often very dumb so I'm d- what? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to lay out what they did, what they said, what this scene was, and then we will critique it. Just very non-biased, very measured in our response. So here's the deal. Logan Paul ain't even close to how stupid this was. <laughs> this ain't so, ain't so even stupid. close. This is... This, this is not far off also. Uh, this is not far off. I look like Madeline Kahn and Clue. Flames. Flames in the side of my face. <laughs> heaving, heaving breaths. Um, oh, that's uh, so good. 
yes. Um, okay. So here's the deal. Um, <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes walks in and says, you wanted to see me? And then Solo Sokoa walks in and he said, you wanted to see me? And I was like, who's, who's the authority figure? They haven't had an authority figure since in, William Regal. Since William Regal left. So there's no authority figure. Who could they be talking to? Turns out they're talking to, um, uh, like they trash talk a little bit uh, to each other. And then it turns out they're talking to HBK. Shawn Michaels there uh, in the hat, um, staying in front of a, a, a whiteboard. I don't know when this, is this the fucking conference room? Whatever. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, so he, he says, um, listen, Yo. I can appreciate which, what you did solo last week um however uh that was a match you weren't even sanctioned to be in you weren't even among the three people who were eligible to be voted on by the fans to be in that match you 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 saw an opportunity and you took it and i can respect that however that was a match he says this that you weren't even sanctioned to be in so the result of the match cannot stand. Um, I wish you all the best in your future on SmackDown or wherever your wrestling career takes you. But I'm going to need that belt back. And Solo Sokoa gives it back and says something on his way out, you know, about, you know, I'm, I, this is, I wanted some gold or I had some finished business. That's why I came back, whatever. And so Carmelo Hayes says, I think I'm going to have that now. And he says, you think I'm going to give this back to you? No, 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 no. You and five other, four or five other men are going to be in a ladder match at Halloween Havoc for this title um, six weeks from now. Um, uh, so that's what they said. And so here's what I would like to know. How in the motherfuck does this make any sense? Carmelo Hayes, I think it's it's widely regarded to be one of the biggest stars in your entire company. Like one of the guys that you the people think, well, this guy's probably going to carry them far into the next decade. Like he might be the guy. Like if Roman in a couple of years says. He screws off and goes to, to L.A. to make movies. One of the guys you have right now on your roster who could who could be the top guy is Carmelo Hayes. So rather than just let him keep that momentum going, we sacrificed his title reign on the altar of Solo Sokoa getting a shock victory um and taking the title to smackdown which didn't make a lot of sense but i got it because of the whole everybody in the bloodline has a title thing like that made some sense um but then crucially he defended the title the north american title on smackdown in a match versus madcap moss a title which you said he won in a match he wasn't even sanctioned to be in so my question is, how did anybody let him defend the title? Let's say, I don't know. I mean, listen, crazier things have happened. Let's say Madcap Moss won that match and became the new North American champion. Do, would you strip him of the title since the guy he won it from wasn't actually the champion? None of this makes any sense. 
you 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 just had it as a photo op so he could carry the belt on his shoulder while you were doing a press conference with the YouTube boxer. Like that's that's all that you did any of this for. It is it is mind-boggling to me that you would do all of this and then also 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 Here's the deal. Here's why I think it's a bigger deal than some people are thinking it is. At least this is for me. The only reason you would do something as indefensibly stupid and illogical as this and try to pass it off to us is because you think we're either A, too stupid to notice how dumb it is, or B, we're too indifferent to care. Like, real, ah, who cares, really? I mean, whatever. And a company that continues in the new era with Triple H at the helm to disregard its audience, to have such blatant distaste for us, to insult our intelligence over and over and over again, and say, you are, you are to be punished for paying attention. You are to be punished for remembering these inconsistencies that we just said, ah, screw it. You, you, our most loyal fans, are suckers. That's what it says when you do this kind of thing and expect us not to notice or not to care. But I did notice, and I do care. And this is not the kind of thing that you can be doing now, Triple H. Vince is gone. That was his bag. You have to have a new bag, Papa H. Papa's got to have a brand new bag. Okay, and that bag cannot be insulting our intelligence at every turn. This was bullshit. Honestly, I thought it was going to be so much worse. I thought your rant was, I, I was like at the 15 minute mark, Alex will be done. But that was concisely wrapped up. Um, here's why I think it's stupid. And then I'll also fill in the additional layers of, the consequences of that stupidity. It's stupid because if the match never happened, Carmelo should have his title back. If the match was unsanctioned, the default would be he gets the match or he gets the title back. There's no way that guy doesn't get his title back if that doesn't count. Um, it's also stupid because you can't just decide now that it doesn't mean something when it's been defended on the main roster. And you didn't stop it in real time. And why is HBK all of the sudden, just now, he's never made matches for us in the no. past. He's never, like, enforced a single rule on NXT. All of the sudden, he gives a crap. Um, if you, like, find out after the World Series that a player was ineligible... I don't think they wiped the whole World Series. Like, it's just I mean, listen, so I, unbelievably stupid. And you had the title defended on the main roster. That was a thing. I, I don't. I, I. I don't know where, um, when Shawn Michaels would have made this call. Like, was he in a coma? Like, and he just woke up this morning and he was like, "Whoa, what happened? There was a title defense on SmackDown. We we, got, we can't. We, we that that didn't happen. That match never happened." I'm I'm honestly okay with them not just giving the title back to Carmelo, as an act of like, well, you were you knew you were going to have some kind of match, uh, and then you deliberately injured Wesley so that he could not be in the match. So as punishment for that, 
which honestly, he's lucky he's not going to jail the extent of the beating he gave him. Um, you are being, you are not just given the title back. However, you will have an opportunity to win it. I'm fine with that part. It's all the rest of the stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like I, it was, I was like, I, well, at I guess this is okay because Solo Sokoa has taken the title to SmackDown. Like that'll be interesting. Like, will he come back to defend it in NXT? Or how does that, how is that going to work? And it turns out it doesn't work at all because it doesn't matter. They don't really, they don't really care. Like it's just, it's just a thing that they did. It's just a thing that they did for shits and giggles. Well, and what's even worse is I feel like Sokoa looks worse now because if you don't watch NXT and you do watch SmackDown, which is most people, this guy who had a title last week no longer has a title. So you probably just assume that guy lost it. Now, the other thing that's frustrating to me about this is, well, the stupid business part is they announced this rebrand. The rebrand doesn't really start for another two weeks. But my guess is people that might have not watched otherwise are tuning in. And the first thing they see is you doing the most rainbow-colored Vince McMahon bullshit in the world. That is the most textbook, nonsensical Vince crap ever. And it's the first thing people are seeing when they tune in. This is why it was stupid to announce the rebrand but not unroll it right away. I'm pretty sure these two episodes are taped, right, for the next two weeks? Mm -hmm. So I was expecting the quality to be lower. I was not expecting it to open this poorly. And then the thing that kind of bums me out for Carmelo is he's sincerely great. And I would say post the Ziggler feud, and I know earlier for you, a lot of times he's been telling the truth. A lot of times this title has felt like the A championship. A lot of times this title has had the better matches. A lot of times this title has had the better stories. And a lot of that has to do with Carmelo being really great. Some of it's booking, some of it's opponent choice. But a lot of times this has felt like the most important title on the show, or at least been providing the best work rate on the show for a while. So you're also kind of messing with Carmelo's legacy. Now, do I think this was set up for him to win it back in a ladder match so he can be the million-time North American Championship? Probably. If he doesn't, is he going to the main roster? Likely. Um, but you're kind of diminishing the legacy. Like, this is another situation. I've said this about Sammy and Scorpio. I said this about something on the main roster, too, but I can't remember what it is. Like, it's impressive to book something that makes everybody look weak. Ideally... And the, the first thing that popped into my head is from across the pond. So sorry to reference AEW. But I just did it in a negative way, so now you're getting a positive one. This Hobbs and Starks feud, I'm pretty sure they're both going to come out looking like made stars. Ideally, in wrestling, your winner and your loser look great. Um, and the loser doesn't actually lose anything except for a match, right? That's what I feel like is going on with that particular feud. The opposite of that is true sometimes. And this is one of those cases where... Solo looks stupid to your SmackDown audience because he had a title one week and he doesn't have it now and nobody's going to give a crap that he had to relinquish it because of an unsanctioned match. Your Carmelo lose it for no reason. And you also made your referees look like idiots in the process. You made your administration look like idiots in the process. Like, everything is... <laughs> everything is now dumber because of you. <laughs> Billy Matt, we are all more stupid for having listened to you. Um, 
So just really, really frustrating because this is the crap I thought we were getting away from. I understand it's taped. Maybe Triple H is doing this just as a reminder on the way out of what we've had to put up with. And when he starts, it'll be gone. But like so far, we've seen such vast improvements in the Triple H era. But the things that he has swung and missed on, boy, has he swung and missed. Like they've been really, really, really mind-bogglingly big misses. Whereas like all of the other stuff, I feel like has come such a long way in such a more short amount of time. And then I look at some things and I'm like, right. what on earth happened here? So um, this was just a, a terrible way to kick off the show. Um, Carmelo Hayes in a ladder match is never boring. He's great. No, but it's also like the six weeks six weeks and they already did like one of the one of the qualifiers another one is next week so like they're gonna have uh everybody in place probably with three weeks to go and then they'll just be like having matches against each other to like get momentum for the ladder match which doesn't make any sense jdb pringle uh sends and sends dearest children of the sgs one true alex kate the magnificent elizabeth Ladies of cease and desist, Council of Marks, the one and only Papa Paul Elizabeth. Happy Taco Tuesday, my favorites. Thank you very, very much, J.D. Pringle. Paul H., horse back, says, uh, greetings to Sir Pringle. Le Council de Marks, the ceases, and hashtag Kalex. May the outrage at the lameness of NXT be tempered by the greatness of the SGS. Oh, I don't see know where, how I, I, don't see know. Where I get my yeah. stupid optimism from. What a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Christopher Hart says, I like how Kate doesn't sound mad, just confused slash disappointed. It's, it's so, so much, much worse. worse somehow. Yeah, it is. This is where I'm at with the AEW women's division where I like, I can't even muster anymore. Oh, Aaron Judge hit 60. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is very funny now. This is great. Just want to point out this was definitely a last minute decision because the qualifying matches weren't qualifying matches at the actual tapings. So something must have happened. And somebody like like this is interesting. This is Ramo has an interesting idea. If this might have been a Fox call, because they were like, "No, you're not advertising the USA show on our show any more than you have when you when you bring Raw guys over there." Maybe that was it. I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, but I do know this: rainbow colored Vince McMahon BS needs to be a T-shirt. <laughs> that is that's so true. Just so have true. him drop it in a triple threat. It takes one mm -hmm. match. Just have him drop it in a triple threat. Right. Or, or like, like, so apparently Wesley is cleared. Solo Sokoa, it, the title is vacant. Nobody's defending it. Solo Sokoa, Car Carmelo Hayes, Wesley. They have a match. Whoever wins that match wins the title. Solo Sokoa doesn't have to get pinned in it. Like you could just have, listen, I'd have Wesley win it somehow, but um, uh, I, I definitely think you could do that in some way, but that match I, would I rule. Like, look at the three people you just named. That match would be incredible. That would be great, but they're not going to do that. Um, Tom Lavalley says, "Good evening, SGS, and a fine night for the man of a thousand voices and the second best female wrestling commentator." Love you, Kate, but Veda Scott. Nine million percent agree. Nine. Um, Veda um, Scott is. Not the best female commentator out there. She's the best free agent commentator out there, assuming Ian Riccoboni is going to be with ROH. Put over Veda Scott all day, every day. And the third best female commentator is me. Oh, I, do all the, I do commentary uh, for, for all the matches in the third hour of Raw over on my own YouTube channel. 
though. Linda, huge gap. They just got me. <laughs> um, Thank you for the kind words. Yeah. Um, her and I even being in the same sentence is ridiculous, but I appreciate it. Uh, the CO <laughs> says, help Alex feel better by buying a sour grab shirt at shop.fifle.com. They have a the, the this the little logo here at the bottom of the screen that is available for purchase on a shirt at shop.fightful.com. Supposedly, I get a little piece of that, although I've never seen a dime. So I don't know when that merch money is gonna start trickling in, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh Eugene Solis says it's time to get sour SGS for life. Yeah, we're yeah, you know, there'll be more to be sour about. For the rest of the show, this so was just the, was so bad. the the beginning of the show. Was just was was this, and I was I, I literally when I was watching, I, I just literally said out loud at my television, "What?" I just repeat repeated it. What? I said, "Oh come on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luis uh, sends in uh, something for he says. Uh, great. Uh, now uh, I need uh, Linda to do play-by-play -play to a pure rules match. Pure rules, Linda, would be phenomenal. I forget if we can do that. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you everybody for all these things. We're, there is this is um, this is some bad stuff uh, tonight. With some bad it was stuff. a it was a it is the worst episode of television under the Triple H era, and I don't even think it's close. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what I don't know what else to say. Henry T. Casey says so. It's a new era NXT, unless it's an instant replay or a picture in picture where the 2.0 logo shows. HBK doesn't know how to make new scenes for his Twitch channel. Listen, I don't know how to make new scenes for my Twitch channel. I don't know <laughs> um, we're supposed to get a brand new uh, logo here for my solo show, where instead of wrestling writer, it says something way more accurate, which just says professional curmudgeon. And that's been in the works for literally forever, and I can't seem to figure out how to get to do it myself. But anyway, uh, Orion Ben says NXT 2.0, where that was a choice, is a credible threat. Yeah, that is so true. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so here we go. Um, there are some people here. This is also true. Luis saying that he had his side plates. Solo had side plates on the title. So something something happened. Something, then. something happened. Whether like it's Fox or whatever, unless like, he's going to win it back in some some doofus no, move. But I hope not. He's not. They just decided they don't want him to have the, the like. I don't. I don't understand. That Fox theory is a good theory. Like that definitely lines up. But if he had side plates, they were that was going to be a rain. I think. Yeah. The batter to one Jam Beard says, "I was hoping they took the title off of Solo." So he could be the guy to beat Bobby for the U.S. title and bring that into the bloodline. But thinking back on it now, him holding both the North American and the U.S. title would have been better. Because then everybody would have been holding two belts. And also he could be like the U.S. and the North American title, basically the same thing. So I'll be taking both of those. Thank you very much. There could have been something fun. but yeah, He know. just really like owns that part of the world. I See, what I liked about the... Um, North American title was it doesn't affect the main roster power imbalance that's already there. Like there's already so many titles in the bloodline and raw can't afford to lose the U S title on that program. So I liked the North American title doing that as long as solo was going to do double duty. Right. 
Um, JW Pringle says, Sop the Solo Sokoa Steel 2022.0. Also, JW Pringle says, just give the title to Spooky Shake. I don't know. I mean, I think I think I think uh, Spooky Shake uh, probably has other things to do. I guess just to stand around and be bad. And your dad just wanted to go right to the songs. I mean, that's that's a possibility. There's enough of them left over from last week that this is, it's gonna be a deal. Uh, Jim Pringle says, "I'm a sucker. 3.0 better be better than this. Yep, it better be. It better be." I'm curious um, to see what the ratings look like because. I know a lot of people were like, the Triple H era has begun, and it doesn't for another two weeks, and the beginning of this show was so bad. I'm I'm sincerely, and I'm not like a ratings person, I'm very intrigued what that, that's going to look like, because I think that was a really bad move to see people be like, oh, Black and Gold is back, and the first thing they see is this crap? Yeah. I think that was a bad business move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... It's, 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 the one jam beard saying that a shock has called me the lewis black professional wrestling i used to um, call you that before i was on the show i used that's, to call that's, you that when i was in that the is chat. that is that is certainly uh an inspiration for this character <laughs> as much of a character as it is especially because i <laughs> i, I don't a character usually do this with my hands uh, in real life, but I like to do it because it, it it makes the, the the camera go all wonky. So uh, it's fun for me. Um, Astray uh, says, um, with the mention of sign plates, what if they just put back on Solo by having him replace someone else in the qualifiers? Let's make it even dumber. Somehow Solo wins the ladder match. So they took it off of him for no reason. That's uh, good. JB Pringle says, WWE, where Bad. fun is a four-letter word. No, no, yes. Uh, Jason PS3 pointed out the side plates. I've, I saw the side plates thing on Twitter as well, but uh, uh, but I did not actually see them myself. But I saw a bunch of people saying he had side plates. Why would you give him side plates? And I, it's true. I don't that, know why that would happen. Knowing that that Fox theory f- feels very, very possible. Feels very, very possible. Is that true that Santos hit a grand slam in the Yankees one? <laughs> Apparently. Oh good my gosh! What a good point. Um, uh, listen, so, uh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Frazier and Axiom, uh, had the second match of their series and Nathan Frazier won. Um, this match was great. Yeah. Here's the thing. I couldn't pay attention to it because I was too furious on Twitter about this thing that had just happened. You're not allowed to like do something this un- incomprehensibly stupid and rage inducing and then put on a good match mm-hmm. right after it because it, the TV is all the way up there and I'm doing this. So I have no <laughs> idea what happened. You know what I mean? This match was really good. And it's, it's a shame. I, we were talking about this right before we went live too. This happens a lot with me and the AEW women's division. Well, they're, they'll do something that annoys me. And then for me, because that's always on at 9 27 PM, they'll mm-hmm. do something like, I don't know, hypothetically pin an interim champion for no reason to set up a fatal four way the next week. Um, and it just kind of hangs over my head uh, as the main event or when cuts happen, what, those layoff days, it's really hard for me to get into the episode when something this dumb booking wise happens, it definitely affects my ability to be engaged with what comes next. However, that was particularly a bummer because I was like, well, maybe this episode's on an upswing now. And then after this match, it was basically crashing and burning downhill to the main event. But 
this match was really cool. Um, I'm glad that this is a best of three series because I feel like the work rate is outstanding. The story is fun enough. Axiom, it feels lost as a character, but I don't give a crap because he's really, really good at wrestling. <laughs> um, he's not a kid. He's not a luchador that talks like Bane, um, but he does wear a mask. So I'm just confused on what that looks like. But uh, work rate wise, a fantastic match. Some really, really cool spots in this, um, especially toward the end. Like the the last stretch of this was was really, really strong. But yeah, it's hard to focus on a match. And I also liked that commentary flat out said like this is a best of three after he won like that was good because i i want there to be a rubber match of this feud this has been really great and i like that everybody in the chat was like we know how bad this episode was we're gonna tell kate happy things about the yankees so that she can smile at some point because the rest of this episode was terrible <laughs> um uh listen uh, this this series was always going to go three and now it is um they got screwed out of the pay-per-view right so right oh well i i i wouldn't i mean like here's how i would do it just to streamline everything now um you could you could make an argument they should both be in the ladder match but they're not gonna so the third and deciding thing in their in their series whoever wins that match and wins this series will be in the ladder match that's what i would do i would i would just do it in that way make it make that match a, a qualifier as well um and i'm sure it'll be great and hopefully they don't do something incomprehensibly stupid right before so i'll be able to pay attention to that third match um uh so uh there was a um alba fire uh thing about how she's coming after i can't maddie rose i can't listen to a single person talk about mandy rose's historic reign when every match she's had the other person has been better (laughs) <laughs> yep. like i and i'm not even i'm not on the mandy rose hate train i think she's much better than these smoke show looking types we normally get mm-hmm. but she's usually been in the ring with someone that's better and because her character is i'm a champion because i'm hot there's been no growth of this character there's been no evolution there's been no infighting with toxic attraction nothing has happened much mm-hmm. like in the movie that we did forget the flick out of here alex Mm-hmm. Earlier today, nothing happens. Right. That was my yeah. segue to promote it. Did you want to promote it? Promote well, what? What? What's happening? Well, we do forget the flick out of here this. Oh, week. right, right. Yeah, no, you go ahead and you do that. I'm just, I'm just. I'm... We did Greece because yeah, it's we did. So stupid, you guys, and neither of us understand why it's a classic. So Thursday, listen to our hot takes on the movie Greece because it's so dumb and everybody loves it. And Alex realized some things about the timeline of this movie that make it even worse than we realized. Like, 77% of the way through, Alex realized that this is supposed to take place over the course of an entire school year. So, Thursday, know your news, mm-hmm. get the flick out of here, watch this yep. tear apart Grease. Nothing happened to that movie, just like mm-hmm. nothing's really happened on this Mandy Rose title, right? Like, mm-hmm. nothing's kind mm-hmm. of... Yep. Tandy uh... Rose... Has only ever changed her hair color. Their guru says Mandy's reign is like Brit's reign. Nothing happened. I mean, there's a lot of other things going on over there that are problems. But Alpha Bill says, "Is Mandy going to Canton? She's very bronzed already. So that's she's already. She, you don't have to like 
just have to not to like do anything with a bust there for that's good. So, um, uh, I, I, yeah, well, the battle of one jam beard is actually asked, do you think they make the third and, and, uh, final tie break, break, match as a qualifier match for the North American ladder match? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I appreciate your consistency. Uh, yeah. Um, very good. Uh, and Tom LaValle saying, um, uh, the, the North American title drop. Where's SRS when you need him? Yeah. How about some investigative journalism on this, uh, Sean Ross Sapp? And get Jonathan. it to us by the end of the show, which you have at least three hours. So or you're fired. Or you're fired. Um, <laughs> uh, says, HBK broke Alex. He's a bad father. <laughs> Uh, it's so true. Um, he he's the heartbreak candidate. He broke Alex's yeah. heart with that stupidity. Yeah. Uh, line drive saying Mandy Rose's title is her title reign via Deus Ex Machina booking with every match until just recently. They want to rehab her because of the bad booking, but it's too late in the reign to change the legacy. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Um, uh, so there was a, uh, a <laughs> Mandy Rose and toxic, toxic attraction segment where they were get to be angry uh, they get to uh, why don't we have more respect on our names <sighs> i don't know i don't know but i don't know what we're doing yeah. you can't ask for respect on your name if the reason you say that your champion is because you're hot and not a wrestler that's not mm-hmm. how that works you can't suddenly care about respect mm-hmm. yeah no you, yeah it's not, yeah, i don't know i don't know what that is um uh so here's the thing a better one, Jam Beard. Grease to me is a great movie. You can like the movie. It's not. It's not a great movie. You can like it, but it's not a great movie. Um, but the fan theory of the movie being a coma dream from Sandy makes the movie feel dark. I've never heard that theory before, but it's a much better one. Yeah, uh, much better. Um, so uh, yeah, it's. Um, I, um, <laughs> I, um, we got to see Damon Kemp's whole reasoning thing, the backstory. And I was, the whole thing was like, who's the person in charge of writing this explanation that Damon Kemp gave for the whole thing surrounding his turn and everything? Because that person should be in charge of all of the writing because he actually concisely laid out Here's what happened, when it happened, why it happened, how it happened, and it actually made sense in a through-line way. They wanted, there was footage of, of Tony D trying to pay off Roddy, and Roddy wouldn't do it. But I said, sure, I'll take your money. I hate those guys anyway. And I had set the whole thing up. He was the one, he says, who left the crowbar there for Tony D to pick up. But Santos showed up and screwed up the whole thing. So it was only a matter of time before I was able to get my revenge. That This is all good. He says that Roddy wanted to show the evidence that he found. He found this, the security footage that you're seeing right now. So that's why I had to destroy his phone and why I had to take out Roddy. That all makes sense. This is like, this is very easy stuff to piece together when you just have somebody who goes back and goes, okay, so we have to justify this, this, and this. That's good. Do, do more of that and less of, uh, you don't get to be champion anymore because of this thing I just made up. No, 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 that's bad. 
Um, uh, I will say this, Damien, Damon Kemp is doing better in this role in pre-tapes, crucially, than I thought he would. Um, I, I did think it was funny. Listen, it's not fair for me to take him on two-on-one, but I'll take him on one-on-one, one at a time. Um, and 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 that, that makes sense. I don't care which one of you want this work first. Come and get it. Honestly, this wasn't bad at all. Like, I... I I don't really care about Damon Kemp, but in we've, we're seeing a lot of really poorly executed heel turns across all of WWE. This is the best one going right now. And if you told me that was going to be the case when they all started, I would have been like, nope, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. And actually it's not terrible. It's just not great. But when the bar is set at Cora Jade and Dominic Mysterio, as far as heel turns go, this is better than that. I'm going to disagree from <laughs> the perspective of uh, I don't buy it and I hate it and I think it's stupid. Um, immediately when they enter this with I'm sorry it's not good when they funny. start it with everyone was talking about nobody's talking about this that a single well, no, person that, okay, that's bad time. that's that part is bad that part everybody is talking nobody was like Damon Kemp that's also the worst wrestling no. name in the world it is a it's a terrible wrestling name i'll give it to you it yep. sounds like a wet piece of paper there's no reason why he hates them they, he was they were the ticket to the main roster, or not the main roster, to NXT from Level Up. Why do you hate them? You shouldn't hate them. They're the whole reason you're there, idiot. That was dumb. And also, I don't buy this. Tony D isn't like that's the guy I'm gonna have help me take. Oh out. no, he just he just pay. He, he, sometimes you pay off a dude to help you do a job. That's all. He's not. So, it's not like he's in the family. He just paid him off to help him win a match. I don't know. I don't think you're like that completely unproven guy. That's my guy. This guy who's already aligned with people. Oh, he's he's not paying him to do to like throw the match in the match. Just here's some money. Make sure my crowbar is in the right place. I don't know. I mean, listen, is it is it great? No, I didn't say it was great. Is it is it better than I expected it to be? Yes. But like it's not like it's it's a four out of ten. Maybe a five, maybe four and a half out of ten for me. Maybe even a five. Does it approach? Does it actually approaching good? No. Is it better than the zero point five out of ten heel term we're getting with Dominic Mysterio? Okay. Yes. Somehow I'm grading it on a curve. Alex, are you saying there are worse things they could do? Yes. There's always there's always worse things they could do. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, there's, there's a, there's a little, there's a scene later where Julius and Brutus, they don't, we don't see the dummy that Brutus is on the floor, like throwing elbows at his face, uh, like uh, on the floor. We don't see that. The whole thing is, so it just looks like he's just throwing elbows at the floor itself. Just, 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 I've got to put my elbow through this concrete and it's very funny. And they argue back and forth about who gets to face a uh, Damon Kemp next week. Julius brings up very like um, he 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 hit me with a backbreaker. He hit me with a chair. He 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 handcuffed me to the to the cage. It should be me. And Brutus said, "Screw that." 
he cost both of us the titles. It should be me. And I'm like, that's not an that's not an argument winning. That's not a winning argument here. Like that doesn't actually settle anything. But Judas is like, okay, fine. But screw the match. I want you to end his career. So what we're gonna do is um we're gonna actually have Damon Kemp um uh uh beat Brutus, which is a dumb thing, I think. I think they should do that. And then we're gonna have Julius Creed versus uh, uh versus uh, Damon Kemp. I think maybe they're gonna have Damon Kemp injure Brutus so that Julius has to do it by himself. I think that they might do that. But where the um, hell is Roddy? No, no, he was he was run over by a car or, or hit with a, a, a beaten with reeds. I don't know what the hell happened to him, but he's he's dead in the parking lot. He's been gone for he's been at a local medical facility for the last three weeks. Well, I know he's not helping his wife write promos. That was no. made abundantly clear this week. Yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, Band of One Jam Beard says, says Kemp could join the mafia and we get Roddy and the authors of Bread versus Tony D's family. Authors of bread is not too bad. I still, I still like Cauc- I still like Caucasians of pain too, but that's just, yeah, no, that's that's, just... <laughs> that's really good. I like that. Authors of bread. Authors of bread is pretty. It's good. a good because it's a good combo of dumb lows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just. I'll give it a minute. I'll give it a minute, but they. Uh... The, 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 the biggest problem with, with this is that I don't. The, yeah, the biggest thing about this is I didn't give a shit about Damon Kemp as a babyface when he was part of the the whatever, like babyface or like when he was. I didn't care about him when he was part of the Diamond Mine, so I don't. I don't care that he turned on them. I'm just saying, like all the stuff that happened post turn, they're having him say, and the 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 reason that they're laying it out is better than I thought it was going to be because I listen. Tonight proved they really don't put any effort into anything. So the fact that somebody went back and like, like actually videotaped some some uh, some footage of Roddy throwing the money on the ground and everything to make all this work that was that took effort. They Effort's not a thing they normally they normally do. You know what, Alex? What's that? I can't really get excited about it. No. And no, and sometimes. It's not always easy for people to get excited about it. It's certainly not for it to show physically when you get excited right. about something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a little assistance. Oh, yeah? Especially if you're a dude. Mm. And you need... How, Sean's going to tell you. I hear you. Times are rough. We just got out of uh, a, a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard-knocked life. But I disagree. Instead... I believe it's a hard cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use BlueChew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. 
No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need, and it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code Fife will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are. Free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hardcock Life. What I love about when you picked that one out is that was literally recorded like at the beginning of 2021. And every time you bring it out, I just love that it's like, you know, it's an oldie but a goodie. And I, and I, and I, I do love that one. What um, I love about that one uh-huh. is that before he makes the hard knock life to hard cock life joke, he looks at his notes like, did you, did you forget? <laughs> did you forget your crazy, clever joke, Sean? You needed to look back at your notes yep. mm-hmm. to make yeah. that one. But hey, if you're going to save all that money by mm-hmm. using the code Fightful on Bluetooth.com, what you could mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. is send in your super chats and your humper chats to us. The earlier you get them in, the better, because we have so many left over from last week that we didn't get to with the, the jukebox. So if you can get those in now... That would be great so we can size them up for later. Um, that would be wonderful. And also go over to Fightful Select and subscribe. You get all the scoopsies in the whole wide world. You get Ask Rhapsody every other Thursday. You get Alex every Monday and Friday. And me a bunch of Monday and Fridays. And you get us doing pay-per-view post shows as well, which is trickier to say than it looks. So if you like a little bit of sour, you can have more of it. Right on Five Foot Select. And it helps us get big fat raises. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, um, <laughs> it does. Um, <laughs> so um, Sean Blanford says, remember last year when Ivy Nile debuted and we all thought she would be the next big thing? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Also, without the four songs everyone remembers, Grease is just a bad movie full of 30-year-old high schoolers. Thank you. I would argue even with the four songs because Grease Lightning is about a car that they claim makes women have orgasms by looking at it. Watch on Thursday. Watch on Thursday. We we go into depth about how dumb this movie is. It's so stupid. This is so so stupid. This movie's so stupid. Um uh okay, so um So we got um, Toxic Attraction um, versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. I, uh, Tatum got to do a couple of fun things at the beginning, um, and then they pinned Ivy Nile. I don't have much to say about this. Like, what are we doing with Toxic Attraction? Are they moving up soon? If, if so, they should start losing matches. I'm sorry. That's just kind of the way it works. You start putting over people before you, you're on their way out. I don't know what they're doing with Toxic Attraction. I really like Ivy Nival. Um, Tatum Paxley is – she's improving, which is more than I can say for some of the people on the roster. So, sure. good. I, whatever. I Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't need her wearing a dollar store mask to cover her broken nose. 
Is it dollar store mask? I didn't know. I didn't notice what it was. It was, was like a. It was one of those protective. Like, no, it was closer to Carmela's. It looks like one of those. If you're like, oh, I need to be a cat. The Lone Halloween. Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real She's, dumb. Oh, I, I, I thought it was a protective, an actual protective mask. I don't I know. I didn't look it, but even so, like, way to take Seamus's thing. Yeah. Um. It was fine. I wish Ivy Nile was being treated better because she's a yeah, little badass too. wrestler. Don't know. Um, so, um, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, says Riot DR. In another timeline, Joe Gacy teaming with the Grizzled Young Veterans in a group named after a rock metal song was one of the best things in wrestling. Sigh. <laughs> On an, on another note, they just pinned Ivy Nile. Why? Love y'all. Too sweet, too sour. So yes, um, Joe. The schism is out there. Um, Joe Gacy, um, and and they, they they're now cutting promos that keep using like peace and ex- inclusiveness again. Like just not can we not do any more of that stuff? That was a thing that they were doing when Triple H was still in charge, and I it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't like any of it. Um, uh, I really wish that the Grizzly Young Vets could just be the Grizzly Young Vets again. Um, and, but they, they wrestled against, um, uh, the Grizzly Young Vets did the dyad versus Anderson O'Fay and Malik Blade. And somebody in my Twitter was like, they should, they, Malik Blade needs to give his awesome name to Edison O'Fay, who should be Malik Blade because he wrestles and looks like a Malik Blade. And Malik Blade, nobody named Malik Blade, wrestles in an Argyle sweater vest. Somebody needs to figure out what we're doing. Because that dude, uh, the, sorry, the person who wrestles in an Argyle sweater face is, ne- is named Edris. Hello, my name is Edris. Here's my Argyle sweater vest. I'll be wrestling you in it. None of that makes any sense. Apparently, his uncle wrestled in a sweater vest, and so he took inspiration and did that himself. My question is not necessarily why is he wrestling in an Argyle sweater vest. Why is anybody wrestling in an Argyle sweater vest? Was his uncle Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Perhaps. Perhaps. So, with Buster having passed on, and stay with me on this. It's going to get there. Mm -hmm. Buster having passed on, I've been thinking about someday when I get another dog. And there's a part of me that's always wanted like a little, either like little terrier or like one of those little dachshunds. I felt like it would be named Ned. And that dog has the personality of a wrestler that wears a sweater vest. There you go. So I think Malik Blade should be named Mm -hmm. Ned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ned, 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 be good. Nedris, 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 Nenofe. There you go. High five. Perfect. Um, wait, can we so... do that? High five. High five. Oh, wait. No, that's the wrong one. I know. It's so hard. It's all mirrored. I don't know why. It... It's oh, I don't like that. Uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, the red hoodie person is in the back and uh, was in the back of the, of the, of the arena. And somebody was in the arena tweeted out the, a photo that they took while they were in the arena. And I was zoomed in because I wanted to see what the face looked like. And it was a, a, like a, a flesh-toned neutral mask with a with a smile painted on it. 
So is this the person who's been recruiting for for the for the for the schism? They're going around like, please, would you sign our petition to join? Here, take a button. And everyone is just looking at this person with the hoodie as though they're totally fine. So do they only wear the mask, the weird, super creepy, like it's from like the movie Us or whatever? Like, like, do they only wear that mask while they're in attendance at arena shows? Or are they recruiting while wearing the mask? Because that might be a big reason why nobody's joining your cult. Because that is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. That was really creepy. Um, uh, somebody said, better one, Jam Beard says, I feel like it might be indie. That makes me nervous. Indy's taller than this person. Like I thought so too. When when that person is standing next to other women, they're very short. Um, so I, in Indy's approaching six feet, wearing boots anyway. So like, no, it's def. I don't think it's definitely her. Um, uh, but um, people are saying now. Drew Nicholas says tonight's show now makes me hundred percent believe Paul Levesque would would make the genuinely interesting White Rabbit mystery. A Joe Gacy debut. I say no because Joe Gacy has like a program he's doing currently in NXT, and we've already seen because they're saying the White Rabbit showing up on SmackDown this Friday. So we've already seen apparently Fox isn't like that when NXT and crosses over with uh, with Fox. So yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I hope not. I gotta say, like, if it's not Bray, there's gonna no it's. It's gonna. It's gonna be a real bad idea. It's gonna be really, really bad. And if it is Bray, spooky gimmicks aren't for me anyway. I'll say that, except for Alistair Black, Malachi Black always was because it was so accessible and it didn't mm-hmm. take. He was still a really good wrestler. Still is a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day, Karrion Cross, Bray Wyatt, and this being in the same company is too much spooky stuff. Too much spooky. It's way too much spooky. And there's, there's out of yeah. all of those, one is doing it well. One mm-hmm. is almost a parody of itself at this point. Right. Carrie Cross is, I feel like, lost and Judgment Day is lost. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be overload. If and- they had if if it is Carrie and Cross, and they had re-debuted him for the first time on SmackDown since he was fired the last time. With a with the white rabbit gimmick and doing all this stuff, and he showed up and he was actually spooky, like actually somebody who was supernatural, and his wife was a dark sorceress for a reason. Maybe it would work, but you can't like have him show up and be the regular carrying cross guy, except for he's in black and white sometimes, and then do this. That's not gonna work. Nobody's gonna buy that. And if it is Bray, everyone else has got to stop doing spooky stuff. It's not gonna because yeah he's it's, he's, it's he's gonna be me, so much better at it than everybody else it's 100%. gonna it's, everyone else is gonna stop you one if if bray's doing spooky stuff nobody else will have to do spooky stuff because it's not gonna look good it's not, it's gonna, not work. gonna look yeah um uh jake salazar says we all know this killer cross is true um jw pringle says spooky shake i mean come on he's spooky and he's just he's a shake so maybe that um, Spooky Shamrock. That's good. Um, uh, God damn it, Ray sends in some bits. Thank from, you. From Twitch and says, "Do you think if WWE brings back Bray, 
uh, they'll put Alexa back with him. I mean, no. I don't know. Like, the last we saw of them together, she actively cost him his career, basically. Like, she, she, she went came out of the, the, ju- the jukebox, jack-in-the-box, when her, she was, there was ookie black stuff on her face, and he got so concerned by that that he took an RKO and then never showed up again. So, I don't mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean... Creatively, it doesn't make sense, but that's never stopped them from doing anything. Look at the beginning oh, no, of the show. Right. No, but uh, like the lights. Will they, and... they? They might. Yeah. But should they? No. Correct. That's my bad. The lights did flicker, and she did reference Alice in Wonderland in her last promo, so it would seem so. Mm-hmm. And she really liked doing that work. So if Triple H is in the camp of, I don't know, get, the, get out of the way of some wrestlers. That I think you very well could see that happen again. But I will also say, if it is Bray, like, he had a plan. WWE creative didn't have a plan. So I would assume if Alexa's supposed to be a part of it, then there'll be some attention That's true. I, I will say this. His first appearance as The Fiend, SummerSlam 2019. Incredible. First entrance... With, with carrying the former version of Bray Wyatt's severed head as a lantern. There, there's, there's top three professional wrestling moments of my life watching that first entrance. And they completely ruined it. Like within a month later. Weeks, within six weeks, it was done forever that's how badly they handled and everyone agreed that that moment where he came back the first time was as as the fiend like everyone agreed this is it if you're gonna do spooky this is how you do it and they ruined it in six weeks so yeah if they're if he comes back he better have like listen i don't mean creative control whether or not like i win matches but when i have an idea for what we're gonna do with the character you gotta let me you gotta let me go with that Otherwise, I don't think he would be coming back, which is the only reason I'm excited for him to come back is if it's his ideas that actually yeah. get to show up on screen. Because I do I do think, yeah. Um, that yeah. was unbelievable. That was mm-hmm. that actually felt like something I'd never seen in wrestling before. That entrance right. was, was incredible. I said it earlier. I did the Fightful Roundtable earlier today. And um, WWE does spectacle extremely well. And his character should be on the main roster of WWE because it requires spectacle. Right. Um, so, but we can continue. I just Brilliant. think every other spooky gimmick is screwed if he comes yeah. back. <laughs> Jake Salazar says, the lights went out in the restroom and I took a dump in the dark, calling it a spooky dookie. <laughs> Did uh, House of Black appear? Because if you do yeah. anything in the dark, <laughs> those lights go out. <laughs> Roy Costin says, could the creepy masked person be Isla Dawn? I'm not sure of her height, but she seems like the kind of person who would join a cult. So I don't know if she was ever, if she was one of the ones released in the, in the UK purge, but if not, why not? Let's figure it out. I do think it's someone we haven't seen before. I, I think it's probably somebody new. Could be. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, oddly enough, says uh luis uh, a user named the white rabbit just followed us on twitch so bray wyatt if you're watching welcome follow um, the co-hosts <laughs> don't follow the buzzards follow us 
Uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard uh, posted has a has a theory that he's seen uh, that they're not doing because they're not this smart, um, um, or they wouldn't they they wouldn't think of it in the way that that it's being done here. But I love it. The theory is that was posted on Twitter that Bray's puppets have come to life. I saw this. Cross is going to be the the White Rabbit, right? Uh, the Rabbit. Uh, Scarlet is going to be Abby the Witch. Dex is Mercy the Buzzard, and Bray is the Puppet Master. Um, they're not actually doing that, but I'm like, I love the That'd idea of like, so there would be it, it, under under coming out of the brain of Bray Wyatt. I think it'd be it would, it would actually not be too bad. Um, we got a, a Mako and Roxy vignette. Um, Roxy's like, I can't. Oh my god, I can't believe I actually almost beat Mako Satamora because you know I've only been wrestling for like six weeks. Um, you're the former ROH champion. I'm not allowed to talk about that, but like she's she was really good and very decorated before she even showed up. She's still extremely young, but they they are doing to her kind of what they're doing to um Dominic on the main roster, which is look how young and innocent they are. They've only they they literally they just fell out of their mother's uh, uh womb a few days ago, like and and like like a like a baby calf. They're learning to walk with wobbly legs. How could they possibly have a wrestling match? Um, and it's not, that's not how, that's not who Roxy well, is. It is who Dominic is because he sucks. But Roxy's great. So, you know. Well, the sad thing about that is Roxy's the one who's actually 19 years old. And Dominic and MJF are the same age. That is alarming when it's put in that perspective. Um, or at least within months of each other. MJF right. is... Light years ahead. I don't like it when wrestlers are surprised by how that they succeeded. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, so turns out I'm pretty good at this. Is like the worst. Somebody so, like I don't know which podcast or interview it was, but somebody asked Ricochet if they think uh, if he thought that uh, The Rock would be the guy to beat Roman Reigns, and apparently his re his response was, "Well, who else is going to do it?" I don't know, Rick. How about you? How about one of the best wrestlers in the world who's confident enough in himself to say, I think if I got a match with Roman Reigns, I might have a shot. But no, I mean, there's nobody else. It could only be The Rock, a guy who hasn't had a match in like a decade. It's just a weird thing to do. That's uh, true. Uh, Gavleaf says that Braun should be Husk as the pig boy, although he's lost so much weight. Um, it's so true. Maybe, maybe. He, he does look great. Like that's another wrestler who's not for me that is doing well at what, the thing that they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Line Drive tells us that Isla Dawn is still employed, and the last she was seen, she was a witch collecting tokens from everyone in the women's division. So, that would be perfect do, for this. Yeah. That would be good. That would be good. Uh, you know what's not good? Uh, Cora Jade uh, beat Wendy Chu. Um, uh, oh, I, 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 uh, I mean. I just, I just don't see, I just don't see any of it. I don't see any of it with, with the Cora, Cora Jade heel run. I just don't see it. I just don't see what people are seeing. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. And it's a shame because around this time last year, she was emerging. I'm tired of the underdog babyface story, but she was doing pretty well at it. And they told that story in the Halloween Havoc match. And she was doing well with that arc. I felt like I have not bought the heel turn for a second. I don't think it's who she is. Um, 
the turn itself was bad out of the gate. Then there was like that house show where Sanga was a bodyguard for a second. Like all kind Not of Not even Sanga. It was Dabakato. It oh, was God. Commander oh, Aziz. So Commander oh. Aziz is now was now on, on a house show in, in the Largo loop as her bodyguard. And I was like, what is he going to choke slam Roxy? How does any of this work? You can't use a, a guy, a guy like that as a bodyguard for a female talent. Does not make any sense? No. Uh, um, I, 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 this isn't working for me at all. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, part of it is she's just so handcuffed out the gate because mm-hmm. the turn was so bad. The turn was so bad. Yeah. The, the pre-tape last time where she shot on the entire locker room was good. Um, but I don't buy it from an in-ring perspective. There's nothing no. particularly vicious about her. Her kendo stick no. is not scarier because and, it's black. Like and she doesn't. She does a DDT. Yeah, who like, cares? I mean, like it's that's it. That's her whole thing. Um, I um, I, I thought some of her uh, non-verbals and body language was working for me. Some of it. Some of it wasn't. Like she's hit or miss with it, but she's miss all the time with the way she speaks a lot of that yeah. is what's written for her, but it's just also not who she is. You can tell it's not who she is. And they also like a lot of times they just don't have the patience to really try yeah. and figure out a way to get over a baby face because they really suck at it. So they don't really, act, they're not trying different, different tactics and different ways of doing things. So they just give up on it too fast to say they will be a heel, but maybe they're not really supposed to be a heel. Can we can we figure out a ways of making that work? Otherwise, oh, and um, just run any other playbook. I'm not even saying go to the depths of creativity for your baby faces here. I'm just saying, literally anything other than the one story that you tell. Mm-hmm. Run a different playbook. There's so many in the world of wrestling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not um, asking. You know what I'm not doing, Alex? What's that? I'm not I'm not asking for magic tricks here. I'm not asking you to turn a sugary, delicious breakfast food into a protein-packed, nutritious morning start. That that would be impossible. That could never be done. I would never ask anybody to do that. This this protein-packed version of the delicious cereal, is it also mm-hmm. delicious? I don't know. If only someone were here to tell us all Dude, about you it. you like I mean... cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash Fightful as you covered, save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and gluten-free. And right now you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime. Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter, all the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash fightful. Um, well, Alex, it turns out it was delicious all along. It was. Who it was knew also, they could uh, do it? Who knew they could pull off such magic on your spoon? It's magic. It's magic. I tell you, it's the dark arts. Um, so, uh, <laughs> J- 
Jade beat Mandy and Taya Valkyrie last last October, leading into her her run as the a plucky underdog, who single handedly, literally single handedly, won War Games for her squad in December. And, and it was they were like still War and, Games at that point or Battle Frolic? It was Battle Frolic. It was certainly Battle Frolic. Okay. He wasn't around, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, and they were like, we we think highly enough of her to do all this for her as a baby face. I mean, here's the deal. Just have them be tag champs for a while. Let the, let her jealousy like gather and burn. And at Halloween havoc, have them lose the titles. And then she takes out Roxy. Like then the actual, the build for the, for the heel turn would make, would have made sense. We would actually, but they just, they just, they don't know how to, they don't have any patience anymore. It, it's not even that. That that was kind of like the bottoming out of the Vince McMahon era, and I'm glad it ended shortly after because that was also them taking the results of the Dusty to cash in as a singles title, yes, and I then about that. taking the breakout tournament to make a tag story for some reason. So right. um, I'm very glad that that ended shortly after. But yeah, that was that was just really bad storytelling all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's 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 been a hell of a year with this Rainbow Puke brand, Alex. It really, really has. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, um, speaking of which, last legend attack Wendy Chu after the match. I have no interest in this because she's not TV ready, and I I just don't. You don't have anything nice to say. Don't say it. Like uh, here's the deal for me. Here's the here's the here's the deal for me. Um, you had Wendy Chu decisively beat. Tiffany Stratton in their feud. She she put her through a bed, the bed that was a table, a table shaped bed. She put her through the bed and then she beat her. And like that then leads to better things. I don't understand why you would then feed her to Cora Jade and then put her in a thing with Lash Legend where Lash Legend gets to beat her up a while. Like that's, I don't know why we're doing that, any of those things. I think the problem is that um, Karen is Karen Q is a fantastic worker. Mm-hmm. And so Tiffany Stratton was a really good call because she is newer, but Tiffany Stratton has grown so much. Mm-hmm. I think they think maybe if anybody can make Lash Legend look good, it's going to be Wendy Chu. Um, nobody can make her look good except for coaches who can develop her further she should not be on television um i don't say that to be mean i say that from the perspective of i've seen her almost hurt a lot of people at this point Mm -hmm. and that is not a tv ready talent at this point Mm -hmm. i think she's Mm -hmm. extremely charismatic i think there's upside i think she'd make a great ballet um right now as an in-ring competitor she is not there and i'm nervous that she was going to hurt someone because she is not ready and i really don't want her to hurt wendy too so um, but I think that's why they're doing it. It also mm-hmm. makes no sense creatively because she did go over Tiffany Stratton clean as a sheet in a lights out match where she did not become a 5,000 year old dragon lady. Much to the dismay <laughs> of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. Wish, wish, wish it would have happened, but uh, there's still time. There's still time. Um, uh, no, it's not going to happen. Um <laughs> 
Um, uh, Heather says that um, saying that someone looks like uh, they would join a cult uh, is a surprisingly hilarious insult. <laughs> Could I be mean, a compliment. Depends on who's like saying not, it. I mean, the character feels like somebody who would be like, I, I'm going to join this cult. Seems like a great time. Um, but the, also, Heather says, uh, the, the Kate, the bangs are perfect, as always. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you, Heather. Um, uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, Bray should bring back the muscle man dance. Yep. Sure. Why not? Um, why not? Why not? Uh, Jesse Ozog says, I hate Greece so much. Oh, it's But I terrible. did end up dating a girl because we bonded over how terrible that movie is. There you go. That's it's good. so bad. Um, uh, so uh, Tom LaValle says, We do this to wake the dragon. Hashtag dragon chew. Um, too uh, sweet. Uh, the um, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, This is all part of the storyline to give us the hardcore version of Karen Q, and she destroys Lash or Cora at Halloween Havoc. Battle of One Jam Beard, she can she wouldn't even be dressed as casting Jack for Halloween Havoc because it's Halloween. There you go. Um, I, I think, though, that she has to do it, if she really is going to be Castic Jack, she has to do it in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match, and it has to land on Coal Miner's glove match. Because I don't know if anybody remembers this. This is one of my favorite things. A spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match. It was Cactus Jack versus Jake the Snake Roberts, and they spun the wheel, and it landed on Coal Miner's, da- Coal Miner's daughter. Wow. Coal Miner's glove match, and Jake the Snake and Cactus Jack looked at each other like, what the hell is a coal miner's glove match? Like, yeah. The, they, they it's no amazing. Idea. That clip is amazing. They, they had no idea what the hell they were supposed to do. Um, uh, well, it's and, better than it for being, remember there was a right to spin the wheel qualifier mm-hmm. match of some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. And then also a hosting Halloween Havoc mm-hmm. thing. Matthew Plus says literally all of SGS is a cult. You pay us money. You're a part of it. Listen, we're not, we're not even soliciting donations. That's I mean, true. we are, but not, give us your money. Much. I mean, give us your money, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the uh, so we got a, a Braun Breaker interview, and they ask him to pick who he thinks is going to win the match tonight. Tyler Bate or JD, whatever his name is, Mc, McDonut. And um, I, I who cares? Um, uh, um. So, uh, oh, so uh, Chew is going to be the White Rabbit, says Luis. Um, <laughs> and and then uh, Jake Salazar says, nah, she's going to be Dude Love's niece, Chew Love. There you go. Good. Just let her be her. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing that uh, made me uh, angry, uh, irrationally angry. Like, mm-hmm. just w- want, want wanting to get in a fist fight over Twitter with Joel Pearl. Angry. <laughs> Um, I'm going to tell you why you're right. So go ahead. Good. Um, we we get Carmelo and Trick, who are both in their gear, to come out and make a statement about how they feel like they were robbed by Solo. They were. And this is, this is, a, this is another way that you know the pre-tape at the beginning of the night happened after this taping of this episode. Because... Um, w- his entire promo was on Solo Sokoa, who is no longer the champion and not actually a problem for... for it must have been like, Fox. 
like I, I honestly I have no idea why, but they made a change between the time they taped this episode and when they taped the pre-tape. They made a change, um, and the because this time is all we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Back to that's back. good. Um, we we will we'll, we'll uh, anyway. Um, he's like Solo Sokoa, you came into my house and you stole something from me, and I'm I'm gonna get it back or something like that. I'm like, well, you can't get it back from him. He doesn't have it anymore. It's a weird thing that they didn't edit this speech to make it f- weird. Um, you know, do so. Yeah. Um, we. They're interrupted by Chase University. By by Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward and the little girl who's hyperactive. I don't remember her name. And whatever her name is, on she could not matter less to me. And they decide it's a teachable moment, and so they want to have a match, and so they have a tag match. They have a tag match, and uh, in a in a match between again. One of the top rising stars you have under contract across all three brands and his glorified valet of a tag partner versus the job squad. You make sure that Carmelo Hayes, the top rising talent, takes the pin. So he so Carmelo Hayes gets pinned on television two weeks in a row. And you tell me how that's good for business in any way. Like, fuck all of that. To say nothing about how much I personally despise and never want to see on my television again, Andre Chase or any of his university bullshit. Like, I, like, the thing, like, there's something, like, when everybody seems to love a thing and I can't understand how anyone could even stomach it. It is the most frustrating thing. Like, I feel like I'm being punked. There's no way anybody could like anything about Andre Chase or his university. I think Harlem Bravado is a fantastic actual indie wrestler, but this fucking character sucks. I hate everything about it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And Joel Pearl was like, I think you should put all the titles on them. And I was like, if, but he said, belt them all. And I said, if by that you mean seatbelt them into a rocket and fire directly into the sun, then I'm all ears. And he's like, no, actually, they're perfect. They're great. And he goes in this whole diatribe about how great they are. And I was like, counterpoint, I fucking hate them. And so that was, that was the end of the argument. I just want to move it away. But like, I was so angry that anybody could even think about liking them. I have no idea. I, like, honestly, like what you like but I can't fathom how anyone could just not hate them. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. Some people like silly fun stuff and that's fine. But the reason Joel is wrong in this situation is you are right. Um, is because they have told zero successful stories through this gimmick at all. Nobody is more over because of it. He didn't put anybody else over because of it. He's not more over himself because of it. Bodie, like there hasn't been any success from this in the in a year. Like this is basically run the entire length of NXT 2.0, and nothing has happened of consequence. And part of that is because he's a professor who loses constantly. He 
cannot speak on the thing that he is speaking about with any credibility, and he's supposed to be a professor on it because he loses all the time. And, so, and now they finally had him win a match, but they booked him this, in Carmelo Hayes. I legitimately... <laughs> I, it was at this doing? point before the side plate thing came out, because I really think him, the side plates, and them not editing that promo really make me think um, that... It is something that happened last minute and with Fox and whatever. Um, but before that, I was like, oh, Carmella must have pissed someone off. I was like, he dropped the title, but he's probably going to get it back. So that's like a classic. You pissed us off. We'll put it, slap your hand for a minute, right? And you'll get it back. And then when he got pinned here, I was like, oh, he pissed someone off backstage. So if that's not the case, your booking is so bad, it you made me think you you shoot punished one of your wrestlers right, right. who is and a one, top one star your, in the company stars yeah yeah so um but at, at this point in the night i was like i did sincerely thought maybe carmel pissed someone off backstage because that's how bad this was um i don't think chase university is as over maybe as people think that is exactly it there's I say this lovingly because I'm one of them. There's a bunch of nerds in Florida who like this. And I think it caught on with them because they're a returning crowd. Returning crowds love interactive mm -hmm. shit. 100% of the time. I say, yep. Again, I say that lovingly because I say it as one of them. Mm -hmm. um, live crowds are also not going to care about how dumb the vignettes were. That this is a guy who was yelling at his students being a professor of something that he is incredibly bad at. So it doesn't work. Um, I don't understand. If you like it, you like it, whatever. Some people are like, it's silly, it's fun, I get to cheer, I like it. That's fine. But to say that they are title worthy is a load of crap, A, because they don't win, and B, this has never done anything successfully at all in, in moving the careers of anybody involved in it forward. None of Andre Chase's opponents are better off for it. He's not better off for it. I guess people kind of like this this Bodie kid and, and Thea Hale or whatever, but like they are not prominently featured on the show. They're not in title pictures. They're like, nobody's getting wins out of this. So like the idea that anybody should be belted, I, I, I feel like is extremely off base. Um, and they've kind of gotten away from, to their credit, they've kind of gotten away from the bad classroom segments because he's a face now. So like, it's not him yelling at his students. It's kind of him guiding them along more. But, but they like, went from him yelling at his students to him being over with the life crowd. And I don't understand. Uh, yeah. what... uh, an inexplicable face turn, which we saw main roster with Edge, right? Inexplicable heel turn followed by an inexplicable face turn. Um, there's, there's nothing. Taste is taste. Wrestling logic says this has not been a successful thing. I need it to be a successful thing before you tell me you can put the belt on someone. They haven't won. Yeah. Um, Line Drive says, I love Chase U, and given the reactions they get, they should get a bigger push. And why they haven't, I have no idea. But if you do push him finally, you don't beat Carmelo after losing his title. The the the, the unarguable part is 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 that, the last part. That yeah. you you don't you do not do I don't understand what the hell that is. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to do. The 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 top part of this, like the reactions they get from the same three hundred people every week. It's the same 300 people every week. So like they're it's like it's a fun thing to cheer for the meme wrestler. 
Like sure. that's what people thought Tony D was, but he's actually better than that. Say with Hook. Like Andre Andre Chase just because comes out and says, "What we have here is a teachable moment." That's not a promo. It's that's just a him Phil Dunphy thing for a Modern Family. This I, tremendously. There you go. That's very good. <laughs> he should come out with muffins and then I would chew for it. I don't even disagree with the part of that chat that says they should get a bigger push because while you and I don't like it from a space well, of wrestling taste, that's fine. Give them a bigger push, but not to a title right no, away. No, that's insane. Also, like have them beat other th- uh, along the way. Have them have them feud with a. Can somebody a- take out Idris and Ave and Malik Blade? Perfect. Or whatever. Like, like or, yeah. or, or or they they just somebody who some somebody who doesn't need to be heated up in the immediate future who can stand to lose some matches picks on them and they can beat that person like they already did a feud between chase U and von wagner but von wagner won it von wagner is the kind of guy they should be feuding with like von wagner and robert stone versus bodie and and uh and and andre chase with andre chase and bodie somehow uh always pinning robert stone until finally they're able to actually beat von wagner is a is a is a fine little thing if you want to actually start pushing them in some way because nobody gives a shit about von wagner so like like that that's right fine there that. is what i mean about a different playbook they will never right. run that playbook because it's no. not a babyface underdog nonsense that's that's a perfectly suitable thing for this yeah 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 and also trick was right there and they have him get pinned that is so stupid yeah, i really uh, was like i really thought carmelo pissed someone off backstage until what sure. surface later surface later yeah um the batter to one jam beard says andre chase for north american champ sorry alex well that's a terrible thing uh it'd be awful yeah, well, a that's a terrible thing, thing he says terrible oh well that's just a terrible thing it's a terrible thing that you've suggested uh, Jake Salazar says, you know, I don't watch NXT, but what the F they pinned Carmelo? Yes. What the F indeed they pinned Carmelo. I don't, I don't understand why the hell you would do that. Uh, Jake Salazar also speculating, rec, recklessly rec spec? speculating. We love yes. some rec spec in the chat. Um, uh, says, uh, Mello probably told them Punk was right about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. They'll do it. Um, so uh, listen. Gallus is, is playing darts and poker somehow backstage in their own little weird backstage locker room thing. It's like uh, the APA, but um, it's a Scottish. So it's the APA. And um, so uh, <laughs> in comes double vested the beach and, and Fallon. I don't know. Is Fallon in this, in this six person tag, is Fallon Henley going to square off with Wolfgang or what's going on there? Um, and so they, they like, you know, I thought you guys left. Let's fight about something. And here come all the security guards. So we're going to get some kind of match between them next week. Um, at one point, Double Vest uh, points at the, the Scot- Scottish flag on the wall, which, of course, is blue with a white X through it. Uh, and he says, "What's what does the X stand for? And I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Double Vest flies a different flag with an X on it at his own house. But, you know, I don't, whatever. Um, who cares? Um, so, so like, whatever, we'll, 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 we'll see how this, whatever this, whatever this happens. 
pub rules apparently is the is the is the stipulation for next week. Alex, I, I remember know. when they had that face off with Pretty Deadly, and I was like, they remind me of the we don't take kindly guys from South Park. Yes, yeah. Today they reminded me. I realized they're. I thought this was America, Randy Marsh. Right, they're that, and they're also. Dur, 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 dur. Yeah, that's 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 who they, they broke are. his jar. Yeah, they. <laughs> um. So, uh, Von oh, Wagner uh, beat Sanga. Sad. Uh, Why? Made, I, yeah, Ryan Ben says you made a, a, a Vern Sanga match and highlighted Sanga, and then uh, Von won with his weird. Um, I'm falling over uh, uh, attitude adjustment. Like it's a weird, it's the most lazy version of a, of a attitude adjustment um, slash Samoan drop I've ever seen. And it's like, it's a huge, because he was able to fireman carry a man who weighs 30 pounds more than he does. And everyone's like, oh, the strength of Von Wagner. I thought, did he choke slam him? Did he power bomb him? Did he heave him across the ring? Like, uh, like, Keith Lee beeling a member of private party? Nope, just a, just a fireman's carry. That's all it was. There's a fall away slam, and then there's a fall down slam, and that's what Von Wagner has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this. I think Von Wagner felt comfortable picking on someone his own size, which was good, and it was more than just lariats, which is all his matches have been. So progress question mark why robert stone looked like a mustard bottle i don't understand um i i don't i don't care i cannot stress this enough at all about von wagner i do not care and the slightest bit about von wagner i kind of like sanga so um of course I, I would have preferred he went over here i think he still has a long way to go but um I did not really care too much about either half of this match, and I didn't care at all about one half of this match. <laughs> right. Um, it, no, like, uh, um, so the <sighs> Sanga just looks like he's actually wants to do this, and Von Wagner doesn't, and that's the biggest thing between the two of them. Um, so uh yeah that's that's all I, that's what that's all I'm gonna say so um uh we we got um we got a Wes Lee video um where where he says you know um I'm cleared to wrestle now I guess but they they wanted to take me out for my match last week um rumors going around that I've been um offered a spot in the ladder match without having to fight for it but I'm not gonna let anything get handed to me because he's stupid stupid and then um they interview for some reason they don't interview tony d they interview uh channing stax lorenzo who says this tonight is so stupid what do you if you get something given to you you take it what are you doing now next week you gotta fight the don of nxt so tony d'angelo versus wesley those are two guys who should be in the match like if you don't if, if Tony if Wesley Wesley I think more so than Tony considering the storyline, also because he'll do crazy stuff off the top of the ladder. But if you have Wesley beat Tony D next week, um, you got to have something important for Tony D to do at Hollywood Havoc. Like you can't you can't just like do nothing with it. 
Um, he's too, he's too, he's too important. And you, 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 you had him win that feud with Legato and then have him do nothing since. He's, you got to do something with him. Be, the problem is Halloween Havoc's like a month from now. And I feel like it should be like Tony D and someone else in a, in a match with a stipulation on it. Like that should but have a really, I but I don't know who, who or what. Yeah, right. Um, man, Grayson Waller, we'll talk about it later, but I feel like is, is getting the theory treatment. He just does not feel important at all right now. I don't know who it is for, for Tony D, but. Yeah, Wes- Wesley needs to be the one to advance out of that situation. I just hope they unless, have a Unless you're telling the story that he's an idiot for not accepting the thing. Because they, That's they fair. Do, they just they never... Most of, what the, most of what they do with that Wesley is make him look like an idiot. Like, just ma- bury him with, with match results or whatever. Face. It's bad. Yeah. You could also... Um, Tony D could, you know, two times could get a... Match and then he could sneak this, his way they in. They might like... do this. Tony D and Stacks versus and Damon Camp versus oh, Roman that's probably They it. might do that. Um, uh, and this is also a good point. So they did a pre-tape with Wes Lee where he was like, I'm gonna I, they yeah, were saying I might be in this thing. So how did he know about this if they if they did the the announcement of the ladder match supposedly right before the show? which is why Carmelo's so pissed about it. Um, that video of Wesley was obviously taken during the middle of the day because it's outside it during daytime. So I don't know. This just, just well, the, the news it. was, was sent via carrier pigeon. I have a little more forgiveness around it. Assuming this was a complete mm-hmm. something happened. Something so, happened. so something shit happened. went down. Um, the thing I, I also wanted to mention with Carmelo before is they did this with Becky in the beginning of her heel run and it was unfortunate. It's like you make me empathize with the heel because the heel is right and not a moron. Like when you book heat on yourself like that, I agree with the heel when they call out the nonsense like that. That was a big problem with, with Becky's heel run in the beginning. I was like, she's smart and all the faces are dumb. Right. Um, that's kind of, Carmelo should be pissed. That was really dumb. And yep. Wesley is an idiot, so it's hard to root for him. Like patterns, um, man. Yeah. Uh <laughs> King of the North says uh Tony D uh versus Wesley reminds me of Archer versus Phoenix, that one ladder match AEW booked. Both guys gotta be in there doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Um there's some 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 fun stuff they could do there, I think, uh for sure. Um Oro Mensa, or as he will be known uh, going forward on this show, Oral Messiah, um, um, defeated Grayson Waller in a qualifying match. Um, Oro uh, Mensa um, got a little backstage uh, interview time. Uh, seems good. He's from Ghana. Oro means gold. We're being introduced to him in, in certain ways. So um, Grayson Waller at one point decides to go out to do his little run and jump into the thing. And then when he runs back toward the ring, uh, Apollo Crews is there with his entirely bloodshot eye that is bleeding down his face. And he's got a very creepy Joker smile. Um, is Are there like, was it always the plan? It couldn't have been. But the other thing is that they're actually doing something smart with something they didn't plan for, which is also not what they normally do. But um, 
if if this was an accident that he actually got his eye really hurt in that Grayson Waller match where Grayson kept going for the eyes, them turning it into now my visions are clouded with blood. Not my vision, but my visions. Prophet, um, is like weird, but somehow works. Uh, anyway, because Grayson Waller was so creeped out by that, he lost uh, the match uh, to a weird spinning back heel kick in the corner. Oral Messiah needs a better finishing move, and that will that will be all I, I say about that. Uh, yes, this was the match of people who are pretty good in the ring with bad finishers. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> both of them are real stupid finishers. He looked good. Um, I don't have a problem with the presentation. I'm glad to see something more character-based than gimmick-based. That's refreshing. Um, this was fine. I just I don't feel bad for Grace Waller because I don't feel like he particularly is the... I don't feel like his potential's being wasted, but I do feel like there's a big discrepancy with how he was brought in versus where he's at that maybe isn't really necessarily his fault. Um, so I hope and like, where's Duke Hudson? Is he injured? Like, I just have questions about some people that aren't around a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, Saray is someone I hope gets uh, mm-hmm. uh, a track of some sort that's consistent. So, mm-hmm. Oral Messiah looks great. Um, that nickname is phenomenal. So that'll be sticking around, and we thank the C sisters for mm-hmm. that because you know Linda had an Oral Messiah once, but that was husband number six. He thought he was. <laughs> I faked it. Um, the line drive uh, says, uh, I love how Oro mentions basically a well-thought-out tribute to Mansa Musa and his Ghana roots. Oh. Perhaps. Perhaps. At um, least he gets to be from where he's from. Hey, uh, uh, J.D. McDonut versus Tyler Bate was a match that happened. It was good. It was a good match. JD JD McDonough is is he's he's very good in the ring. I don't do not care for him personally or as a character. This version of his character, he got knocked onto the table and laid there like he was Jesus on the cross in, his, in the most creepy, over the top version of what he could possibly do. Um, uh, Tyler Bate uh, lost uh, because on a night where they made almost nothing but inexplicably incomprehensibly stupid decisions why would we think they would make a good one because here's the deal ron breakers fought these guys each of these guys once before the the last time he had a title defense was against tyler Bate, and the one before that was jd mcdonough so either you're gonna get a recent rematch one of with one of those guys uh, versus ron breakaker again and if you were asking me to choose between the two, I'm picking Tyler Bate 100 times out of 100 because, A, I like Tyler Bate more, and, B, the match was better. So, I, and, I, and it wouldn't be weighed down with all this weird, bullshit, creepy stuff that J.D. McDonough is doing, which he's got to get that over during the match. So you have to stop the match while he does creepy shit. Just have Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate again. That'll be great. But no... No, they don't want to do that. They don't want to give us some nice things. So, uh, uh, this was frustrating for a couple of reasons. Um, I'll actually say I think this was the best match we've seen out of JD McDonough so well, far. It's, it's versus Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates, a, an amazing dance partner. Like, 
that's what I was just going to say. I think Tyler Bate could have a match with the Yankee Candle and it would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, He gave Ron Breaker his best match in his reign. Mm -hmm. He gave J.D. McDonough his best match since he got here. At this point, I thought we were going to be getting a triple threat before we find out what happens in a minute. Um, the, the other thing that we have to talk about, Ron Breaker on commentary is not good. I'm sorry. No. He's no, especially a, when he's, like, he's trying promo. to like, defend himself against bad questions from Wade Barrett. He's not. Um, yeah, Wade Barrett was also not great tonight. And you know what? I think mm-hmm. he's been on a downward spiral ever since he, he blocked yep. ever since he blocked me on Twitter. That's that's uh it's really <laughs> the look HBK blocked me on Twitter. Look at NXT. HBK, it's been a shambles. HBK blocked me on Twitter a long time ago. I never added him. I never did anything anything about HBK. The what the one time I, I made I made fun of a very odd looking picture that he took. But I didn't. I didn't even use his name in it. I just cropped out his face, which looked weird in the picture. And then all of a sudden, I was blocked. So somebody must have added him. Like, hey, hey, HBK, somebody's making fun of your photo. And he's like, block. I said, "Good morning, Brett is better than Sean," and that was it. No, <laughs> no tags, no last names. Uh, and also, just me being a little like shit stirrer on the internet. But I'm also right. Um, uh-huh. He's. This isn't Braun's strong suit. He's also not like the world's best interview um, on the media circuit. So that's something they're going to have to address if he's like their guy of the future, because um, he's very much not great at this. Um, very very disappointed in the outcome here. Liked what happened after the match, which we could talk about. But I thought this match was very good. Tyler Bate is extremely special admittedly, because I was only watching UK sporadically when people would tell me to check out Tyler Bate. Um, I was always very impressed, but seeing the string of matches that he's put together, I'm I'm learning more and more about what a what a fantastically special wrestler he is because um, it's one thing to make yourself look great in a match. It's another to make your opponent look great. It's another to do that when your opponent is doing stuff that isn't getting over. Um, and to tell the story within all that. He's he's a really, really special talent, and I hope right. they do something with him. I'm wondering if he's not winning because I don't know if he's going to be here very long. He would be someone right. that would be so easy to plug in on the main roster, oh. um, especially with what's going on up there, like if, if Butch becomes Pete Dunn again and things like that. like They, they could do a, a lot of really, really fun things, especially now that the mid-card means something again. Like There's a lot of options you could oh, have. Right. So I'm wondering if they're going to figure out what to do with it. I just thought of something. What'd you just think of, Pumpkin? I, I, just, I just thought of the Usos versus Imperium versus Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne in a triple threat match for the Titans. I just thought of that and I realized we're never going to get it and that made me sad. Why aren't we going to get it? We're not going to get it. There's no way they're going to put Tyler Bate with Pete Dunne on the main roster. They'd never do it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't, they wouldn't allow it. I don't know. It. Maybe um, if Hunter um, sees you hold your head in your hands. Yeah, maybe, maybe he could. <laughs> the Battle of One Jam says put Tyler Bate in the North American title ladder match and have him win it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shout. That'd be great. I'd do it. They're not going to. They they wouldn't. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. Um uh, Luis saying that Bate got hit with a headbutt by McDonkey or McDonut. 
which is the equivalent of, of pain to taking the burning hammer. That is true. Stop with the headbutts, guys. It's just not that important. No. <laughs> um, after the, um, here's the deal with, with Braun Breaker. They're, they're trying to like make him into a young top guy. You know what I mean? Um, so they need to be able to like, let, let's see how the kid like just talks normally. I actually like his in-ring promo style. Way better. Hey, I'm here. Well, we're going to talk about this match that's coming up. Like, that's fine. That's old school present pro wrestling things. I think it's I think it's really good. I think he's it a actually, Steiner. He's a that, Steiner. That, he's a Steiner, for God's sakes. Yeah. Let him be a Steiner. You know who you never saw on commentary unless he was playing the heel and being trying to get himself over in a weird way was Scott Steiner. And he basically sounds just like his Uncle Scotty. And you probably, you never would have had like Scott, Scotty Steiner sitting there going like, well, actually, I do think uh, uh, my future opponent might actually uh, have have an advantage on me in this area. That's, that's not, you would never ask him to do that because that's not who he is. They're trying to fit right now, and this is the place to do it. They're trying to fit Rex Steiner into a, a, a hole that's not shaped like Rex Steiner. They're just trying to jam yes. him in there, and it's not actually where he's supposed to go. And yeah, that's yeah, it's too much. Um, so, um, after this match, um, uh, JD McDonough and, um, uh, and Braun Breaker, uh, confront each other in the ring and then Ilya Dragunov shows up, yes. but uh, it's not, it's not his music. It's a different music. It's weird. I don't know. The line drive says, I get why they changed it, but can we please find something a bit closer to comrades of the red army for Ilya? The fast violence throw off the vibe, the fast violins, fast violence actually is pretty good way of describing Ilya Dragunov. I was just going to say, that's very <laughs> fast violins throw off the vibe. Um, uh, Ilya Dragunov uh, came... Why? Here's the deal. You have Ilya Dragunov here now. Um, why are we wasting time with another uh, another JD McDonough match when we're going to get to Ilya Dragunov versus Braun Breaker at Halloween Havoc? What, like... Uh, I'll tell just, you what would make me not mad is if we get a Tyler Bate Ilya Dragunov program out of this. Sure. I mm -hmm. do whatever you want in the title. Have right. Ron Breaker wrestle a crayon. Mm -hmm. Give me Dragunov versus Tyler yep. Bate mm -hmm. any yep. day of the week. Right. Pro wrestling, um, baby. There we go. So here we go. Uh, yeah, get in your super chats and humper chats. Last call, guys. We have so many from last, last week. Call. No more. Okay. Yeah. Um, the battered one, Jam Beard says, so Axiom is Kenny. Double vest in the beach is the South Park Hillbillies. Now I want a Mr. Garrison in NXT. Andre Chase. I mean, kind of. He's, he is a teacher. So there, there you go. Um, battered well, one, Jam Beard. Uh, <laughs> or Mr. Slave. Um, uh, the, 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 the battered one, Jam Beard says, uh, drink the Kool-Aid, Maddie. It's grape flavor. Um, <laughs> you call us a cult, you're yep. part of the cult, pal. You pay us. Mm -hmm. Matthew Plus says, uh, Blue Chew, it has the worst marketing team. No guys who listen to this will ever be in a situation where sex is an option. Waste of money, like Fightful Select. Well, I don't know about that. You know, what you, 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 you could have paid for an show. you could have paid for an entire month of Fightful Select with the money you used on this super chat. So, I mean. Also, what a self-burn. You listen to this show. You basically just said you don't get late, so. Listen, 
I, I got a lot of them hiding in there. You just don't know where they are. You just don't know where they are. And honestly, I didn't know. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex was looking in the windows of my soul when he said that. I don't know which one. Um, but uh, which one I think I said. Uh, the line drive <laughs> says, and I don't know about this. Um, what if Solo refused to go to Saudi and that's the reason it was called off, him being North American champion? And he says, Kevin Owens hasn't been world champion for the same reason. I don't think that's the reason he hasn't been world champion. I do know he doesn't like going to Saudi Arabia because he's a decent person. But I don't think that's the reason he hasn't been world champion um, uh, or champion at all. Uh, and uh, Alpha Bill says, new character for Alex only uh, for Alex only shows. Solo Sikowski. <laughs> street fighter from the island. Um, and uh, Valab says, uh, he's a 19-month member. He says, uh, do you think the existence of Luigi Primo means that there exists an Luigi Epico somewhere in the world? <laughs> somewhere. Primo and Epico That's is good. 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 It's good. It's good. I want... Um, it doesn't have to be anything major, but I just need Tony D ordering a pizza from Luigi Primo. That's it. Really? Interesting. Um, yes, I forgot about this. Sol Ruka is like, I express myself through my art and my music and other things that I'm mentioning here that will never be brought up again. But my real home is in the middle of the ocean. And I'm like, so where does wrestling fit into this? Because you just described all of yourself in this dating profile that has nothing to do with wrestling. I'm wondering when Sol Ruka actually shows up. And is she a mermaid? Right. Um, yeah. Her and Mandy Rose pool versus the ocean. I love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, Alpha Bill says, finish the job interview, have anxiety, eating corn chips and giggling, feeling better. See, that's all we like to do. Oh, you wait, who was that? Alpha Bill? It was Alpha Bill. We'd love that for you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, team you probably Taylor nailed it. Like, everybody forgets that employers need you as much as you need them. You crushed it. Don't worry about right. it. Team Kalex Stan says, Good day, Team Kalex. Long live uh, SGS. Sending this Australian Humper Chat to buy Alex a copy of the little book of Calm. I don't think it's going to work. But thank you. Um, Sweet thank intentions. It's very nice. Um, uh, uh, J.B. Pringle uh, says, would you consider doing a live stream of Crown Drool, which I've never actually thought of it being called that. We call it Sands of Time here. Where Super Chat and Sour Chat, uh, uh, Humper Chat money goes to uh, Sammy for Syria, just a suggestion. Uh, perhaps, but I don't watch it. That's why we do Sands of Blind, uh, where, uh, where uh, Kate uh, lies to me about what happened. And I believe those super chats and humper chats from the post show also get donated to um, right. various organizations for the cause. So they absolutely do. Thank you, um, to Sean and Jimmy, for letting us do that. Yeah, uh, Graham uh, B says, "Merry Tuesday from Saskatchewan." Shout out, Tedge. On this day, who's who's, who's Tedge? Cass, because he looks like Edge, and who else? And sounds oh, like. Cass. Test. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Um, Tedge is big cast. There you go. Thank you very much. I didn't know who that. That's who that was. Um, oh my God. Well, let's let's. Oh Jesus. Okay. So here we go, everybody. This is the thing we're going to be doing now. It's jukebox. 
No more, no more jukebox. None, none, none. No more. Anything that sent in after this is being put off to another day. No more, no more. Yeah, right? actually, you can even send in NW, which will mean next week if you want to yeah. send in more. Yeah. Okay. Please don't do too many of those because we're going to run out of time then too. Um, Matt Black says, request Finn Balor sings Cats in the Cradle. Which we've already done, but I'll do it again. He's a bad fodder. My child arrived the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. He was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he said, I'm going to be like you, Dad. You know, I'm going to be like you. And the cat's in the cradle with a silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. We'll get together then. You know, we'll have a good time then. I'm a bad father. <laughs> Is that good? All right. Thank you for that. For that. No, nah, uh, it's when Sean says it ends, pal. Yeah. So this is actually from last week. T-Electric Mayhem uh, says, happy point anniversary. Good vibes to all. Let's hear uh, William Regal singing Sharp Dressed Men in a Mask by ZZ Top. That's very <laughs> clever. I like that. Clean shirt, new shoes, and I don't know where I'm going to. Silk suit, black tie. I don't need a reason why. I, I. They come running just as fast as they can, because every girl crazy about a shop-dressed man in the mask. War games. <coughs> Scrum diddly umptious you. <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Bless you, bless you. Thank you. Um, uh, so hard. Uh, we already we already did that. What is that, that thing? Okay. Um, uh, uh, NCB from this is from last week says, "Welcome back, Kate. Hi, Alex. In celebration Thank of Kate's you. return, I would like to hear Nathan Fraser singing "Just Got Paid" by by NSYNC. <laughs> Um. All right, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> just got paid. It's Friday night. Potty hopping, feeling right. Booty shaking all around. Pump that jam while I'm getting down. Check the mirror, looking fly. Round up the posse, jump in my ride. Rock radio, rocking hardest jam. Feel the rhythm, pump to the sound. Feeling so good, don't you know? I'm just grooving to the beat, grooving, yeah, grooving. Oh, 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 oh. Just got paid. Just got paid. Friday night. Friday night. Potty hopping, feeling right. Booty shaking, booty shaking all around. Pump that jam while I'm getting down and bumps your uncle. There you go. Nailed it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, hold on. There were a couple here I wanted I wanted to read uh, from the sour chats that came in. Um, uh, Feeling Dreepy says, uh, taking the title off solo the way they did was stupid. But I think this is the way they're going to bring Carmelo to the main roster. He doesn't win the title at Halloween Havoc and blames Solo, so he joins the main the Men's Survivor Series team against the Bloodline. This presupposes the Bloodlines are in the War Games match, which I do not think they will be. Uh, um, but yes, perhaps. Um, Alex, I know you are furious and probably want to sell, sell, set the Performance Center on fire. While you might get away with it, because there's no laws in the NXT parking lot, <laughs> I don't want to see you doing sour graps from prison. So please control your instincts. Thank you, Feeling Dreepy. I do appreciate that. Um, uh, Tom LaValle 
says, uh, I need William Regal singing, Do You Realize by the Flaming Lips? Great band. Do you realize that you have the most beautiful face? Do you realize we're floating in space? Do you realize that happiness makes you cry? Do you realize that everyone you know someday will die? This just got dark. Mmm. Ah, mm. oh, you're a little muffin. I'd like to eat you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, here we go. Uh, Ricardo the Dream, Drew Galoo 612 says, I need uh, Frazier doing High Speed Dirt by Megadeth. That's an old, that, that's one I haven't heard of in a long, thought of in a long time. Do it if you dare, leaping from the sky, hurling through the air, exhilarating high. See the earth below, soon to make a crater. Blue sky, black death, I'm off to meet my maker. Energy of the gods, adrenaline surge, won't stop till I hit the ground, I'm on my way for sure. Up here in the air, this will never hurt. I'm on my way to impact. Taste the high speed dirt. And Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Everybody likes these things. Um, uh, uh, Ricardo the Dream says Cameron Grimes does Savior by Rise Against. It kills me not to know this. But I've just forgotten what the color of her eyes were and how her scars or how she got them. Is telling signs of age rage down, a single tear is dropping. Through the valleys of an aging face, the world is forgotten. To the moon. I'm actually out of practice on my uh, Cameron Grimes. I was going to say, it's been a while since we had it's a Cameron been, Grimes. We haven't had a Cameron Grimes in a while. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Orion Ben six 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 says Finn Balor sings "Do the Bartman." <clears throat> Yo, hey, what's happening, dude? I'm a guy with a rep for being rude, terrorizing people wherever I go. It's not intentional, just keeping the flow, fixing test scores to get the best scores, dropping banana peels all over the floor. I'm the kid that made delinquency in art. Last name Simpson, first name Bart. I'm here to do. Uh, hold on, last name Fodder. First name bad. That would make you to, to introduce the bad father. The, <laughs> to introduce the next phase, the next tape in the next big Bart craze. I got a dance really easy to do. Learn with rhythm and so can you. Move your body. If you got the notion, front to back in a rock-like motion. Now you got it. Think you can. Do it to the music. That's the Bartman bad father. Homer Simpson, actually, is not a very good father. So I wouldn't know. Dan Housen singing I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas from Batter to One Jam Beard. <clears throat> I got a feeling. Tonight's gonna be a good, good night. Uh, tonight's gonna be a good, good. Tonight's gonna be a very, very good, very evil night. A feeling. Tonight's gonna be a good, a good very good, very good, very good, very evil night. Tonight's gonna be a good night. Tonight's gonna be a very, I got a feeling. Tonight's gonna be a good night. A very good night. Tonight's gonna be a very good night. Very, very nice. Very evil. Tequila. Well, yeah, I really don't have much of that one in there. Um, That's pretty good. Dan has is a tough it's, one. It's, it's, it's a little tough. Um, Remember when Ricky Starks busted out a Dan Housen impression? It, we was, pretty like, it was pretty good. My, my, my fake Dan Housen is very limited. Like, I, I can only say a few things as Dan Housen. Um, uh, Seamus singing Bohemian Rhapsody 
as requested by um, by Line Drive. <clears throat> is, here a risk? is this the real life fella? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really matter to me, to me. Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pull my trigger after banger, after banger, after <laughs> banger, after. <laughs> All right, oh, uh, that was a good one. This, 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 this. <laughs> um, I'm trying to save the, this, the okay. Um, uh, Braun Strowman sings I Feel Pretty from West Side Story. <laughs> As requested by CO. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. And I pretty any girl always me today. I feel charming. Oh, so charming. It's alarming how charming I feel. And so pretty that I hardly can believe I'm real. You know what's real? These hands. I'm not finished with you. There you go. Enough of that. <laughs> Um, uh, CO CO has a lot of these in here. CO says Darby Allen sings "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. This is gonna be a good one. This is my favorite part of the show. Of course it is. You're just gonna sit there and do nothing. Yeah. You got a fast car. <laughs> I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero. Got nothing to lose, Malachi Black. Maybe we'll make something. <laughs> Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. Brody King, I think you're jealous. I think Malachi Black is jealous of Brody King, but Malachi Black isn't here anymore, so you've got a fast car. <laughs> For that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like the, that's why you get a fast car. Yep. No. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Miro sings the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground. It's where I spent most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. And all shooting some people outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. And then I broke them and sacrificed them to my God in front of my hot wife. I want my gold, God. I am the prince of Bulgaria. Um, <laughs> William Regal sings Genie in a Bottle. These are all from CO. He's just he dropped a whole bunch of these things on us last those week. Those were last week, too, a lot of those. So. All, all these were, well, so many of these were last week. Um, uh, William Regal uh, singing Genie in a Bottle. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release me. You're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way. But that don't mean I'm going to give it away. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, 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 my body's saying let's go. Uh, uh, but, but my heart is saying no, no. Yes, yes. If you want to stay, be with me. Baby, there's a price to pay. 
Uh, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. You gotta rub me the right way. If you wanna be with me, I can make your wish come true, man in the mask. You gotta make impression. I gotta like what you do. Spoiler alert, I like what you do. Mm -hmm. War games. Uh, <laughs> uh, Finn Balor sings American Pie. <clears throat> long, long time ago, I can still remember how that magic used to make me smile. And I hope if I had my chance that I could make those people dance, maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I heard when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside the day the music died. You know who killed it? You did. Because you're a bad father. Tyson Fury did. Yeah, he did. He killed it all. Terrible. Nate Frazier sings Skater Boy. Nathan Frazier again. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> come on, buddy. Let's get this thing. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, it's loading. Okay. Um, here's that. Okay. <clears throat> he was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? He wanted her. She'd never tell. Secretly, she wanted him as well. But all the fellas stuck up their nose. They had a problem with his baggy clothes. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. She had a pretty face, but her head was up in space. She needed to come back down to earth. And Bob's your uncle. How many more of these do we got? Literally, it's pages and pages of these. Um, uh, we're done so to like I'm a almost... page and a half. That's not a challenge. No, people. no, that's it. No, and we're done. I'm going to do these, okay? Um, uh, we've already done this before, so we're going to do it again. Rico sings <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise. <clears throat> As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left because I've been blasted and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I haven't let cross the man that didn't deserve it. It may be pitted with like a punk, you know, that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and what where you're walking or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I hate to trip, but I got a lock as they croak, see I sit with the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night saying prayers in the streetlight. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. It just repeats like that. So that's it. Um, not a lot of Linda requests. No, no, not today. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, um, Two Electric Mayhem says, putting a quarter in the jukebox for Nathan Fraser singing Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da by um, uh, Eiffel 65. Yo, listen up, here's a story all about how uh, a little guy lives in a blue world, and all day and all night, everything, he's, he's just blue, like him, inside and outside, uh, blew his house with a blue little window, and a blue Corvette, and everything is blue for him, and uh, everything, himself and everybody around, because he ain't got nobody to listen, to listen, to listen, to listen. Take it away, Axiom! Nailed it. Yeah, it's good. I love Axiom. That one's really, it might take mm -hmm. over. It might take it over may, Nathan Fraser. Thank God, because there's a lot more to do than Nathan Fraser. Um, Nathan Fraser singing Let It Go from Frozen. <clears throat> 
The snow glows white on the mountain to die, and not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside, couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in, don't let them see, to be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know, well, now they know. Let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go, turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say, let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. Hey, Bob's your uncle. I don't know why. I don't know why you did either, but it's delightful. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, Okay. Uh, Wow. Okay. Um, Wow. Uh, Okay. Um, So uh, here we go. Um, um, the N and the H wants uh, Linda and Tony D singing Summer Lovin'. Here we go. This is gonna. This is gonna be quick. <laughs> back and forth. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Summer Lovin' had me a blast. Summer Lovin' happened so fast. I met a girl, crazy for me. I met a boy, cute as can be. <clears throat> summer days, drifting away, but oh, oh, those summer nights. Wella, 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 tell me more, tell me more. Did you give every for blah, 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 blah. Here we go, let's get baby. Here we go. Uh, uh, uh. Tell me more, tell me more, like to see Avocar. Yeah, there, there we go. There's, there's too many things. Everybody's, everybody's talking here. They, we just get back to the friggin'. All right, here we go. Uh, um, <clears throat> she swam by me. She got a cramp. He ran by me, got my suit damp, but not from the water. <gasps> anyway, so bad. Uh, that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> all these things, like there's like all the dude dudes in there, and like I honestly, I don't, I hate that song. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, Ricardo, the dream says, I want to hear Regal do, let's give him something to talk about by Bonnie Raitt, which is a fantastic sign. Um, Ooh, well played. Fantastic uh, uh, shout. Here we go. <clears throat> people are talking, talking about people. I hear them whisper. You won't believe it. They think we're lovers kept undercover. Just ignore it. But they keep saying we laugh just a little too loud. Stare just a little too close. We stare just a little too long. Maybe they're seeing something we don't, darling. Mm, let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about, man in the mask. How about love? How about uh, you are just a little pudding and I'll just take a spoon and I'll just eat you with your little pudding? Um, that is a go to karaoke song of mine. Very good. Um, uh, I, I okay. Um, I uh, this is going to be. I, I I'm 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 sending this one to you because because Lord knows I don't have a Tiffany Stratton, so I'm you're going to have to do your best Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany singing, Stratton. Uh, singing R E S P E C T for Amanda for Mandy Rose. Uh, just find it and you'll do it after I do this next one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Danghausen to sing Watermelon Crawl by Tracy Bird. I don't know what this is. Um, I was driving through Georgia in late July on a day hot enough to make the devil sign. I saw a homemade sign written in red. Ryan County Watermelon Festival ahead. 
but I wasn't in a hurry, so I slowed down, took a two-lane road to a one-horse town. There was a party going when I got there. I heard a welcome speech from a small-town mayor. He said, we got a hundred gallons of sweet red wine, made from the biggest watermelon on the vine. Help yourself to some, but obey the law. If you drink, don't drive, do the watermelon crawl. You want to try your, your Tiffany Stratton now? I can try. What you bought? Baby, I got it. What you need? Baby, I got it. All I'm asking is for a little respect when you come home. Just a little bit. Hey, baby, just a little bit. When you get home, just a little bit, mister. That's all you get. That was fantastic. That, that was, was all right, right? That, we did okay. That was perfect. That was, that was a perfect Tiffany Stratton. Honestly. Oh, no. I don't want to be included. I like it when you do it. No, no, I just get I to know. sit here. <laughs> Too bad. Um, Finn Balor singing Bad by Michael Jackson is requested by NCB. Um, I should be able to do this from memory, actually. Come on. let's. You should be able to do a lot of these from memory, I, sir. I, I, I should. I should. Your butt is mine. Gonna tell you right. Just show your face. Broad daylight. Gonna tell you who I feel. Gonna hurt your mind. Don't shoot to kill. Shimon. Ah, Shimon. Lay it on me. All right. Ah, I'm giving you the count of three. Just show your stuff or let it be. I'm telling you, just watch your mouth. I know you're a game what you're about. But they say the sky's the limit. To me, it's really true. But my friend, you ain't seen nothing. Uh, just wait till I get through. Because I'm bad. I'm bad. Shimon. I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it. Really, really bad. It was bad, a bad Shimon. You know, and the whole world asked us right now to hear once again, who's a bad father? <laughs> that was a good one. You knew it was coming. I just had to wait for it, you know? Um, I know I was on the edge of my seat there. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, uh, Eddie Kingston reading the 10 things I hate about you poem. <laughs> Who sent that in? That's so good. Uh, that was uh, that was Luis Valerial. Here we go. We're new best mm -hmm. friends, Luis. Mm -hmm. There are so many pop up ads on this site that you found this on, Luis. Okay, here we go. Um, I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big, dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much, it makes me sick. It makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate when you lie. I hate when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around. And the fact you didn't call, partner. But mostly, I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. I still hate you, Chris. My man. My man. My man. I hate you. If you did not watch The Roads to seek out Eddie Kingston's promo, he is phenomenal at this thing mm -hmm. called pro wrestling mm -hmm. particularly um, the promo part which is supposed to promote matches uh, this is from last week it's really brian says can regal do baby got back yes uh -uh. i like big butts that i cannot lie you other brothers can't deny but when a girl walks in with an itty bitty wasted around thinking your face you get sprung Want to pull up tough because he knows that butt was stuffed deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, 
baby. I want to get with you and take your picture. My homeboy's trying to warn me, but that butt you've got makes me so horny. Ooh, rock my smooth skin, you say you want to beat my bends. Well, use me, use me, because you ain't that average groupie. I see them dancing to hell with romance and see sweat. Wet, gotta go it like a turbo vet. Uh, my tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing. Take an average black man and ask him that you gotta pack much back. So, fellas, fellas, has your girlfriend got the butt? Um, yeah. Tell him to shake it, shake it, shake, shake it. that healthy butt. Baby got mad, baby got mad at the mask, I suppose. I mean, uh, war games, uh, Linda reciting, You're just Jack Nicholson, war games. <laughs> war games. Uh, CO says, Linda reciting Jack Nicholson's speech from a few good men. Also, did Linda ever date Jack Nicholson? Did she? I mean, I wouldn't call it dating. Uh, you know, we, 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 we may have met and then done other things. A torrid affair? Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> Here we go. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know, that Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives, and my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use wall words like honor, code, loyalty. We lose these words at the backbone of a life spending defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather that you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest that you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You want me on that war. You need me on that war. Are the wise people die? Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, so You're here we go. Cool. Um, Lord Regal recites any verse of Mr. Jones by Counting Crows, but he's got a plane to catch. He's in a hurry. This is like a, a, a this is a, 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 an improv exercise. Graham B. Okay, here we go. He's got a plane to catch, and he's in a hurry. Reciting. There we go. Um. <clears throat> Hold on, hold on. Why is why is there so many pop up ads on these things? Um, <clears throat> I was down at the New Amsterdam, staring at this yellow haired girl. Mister Jones strikes up a conversation with a black haired flamenco dancer. You know, she dances with her father, plays guitar. She's suddenly beautiful, and we all want something beautiful. Man, I wish I was beautiful. So come dance this silence through the morning. Sha la 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 la. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, um, cut up, Maria. Show me also those Spanish dances and pass me a bottle, Mister Jones. Believe in me. Help me believe in anything. Because I want to be someone who believes. Yeah. So we have two more. Literally here. getting a workout in at this point. Jake Salazar says, Mr. Garrison singing Freedom <laughs> by George Michael. This is a wrestling review show. It is not, no, it's not. 
Heaven knows I was just a young boy. Didn't know what I wanted to be. Hold on, that's this too much like Linda. Uh, oh, 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 Jay. Heaven knows I was just a young boy. Didn't know what I wanted to be. I was every girl, little hungry girl that goes pride and joy. And I guess it was enough for me to win the race, a prettier face, brand new clothes at a big fat place on your rock and roll TV. But today, the way I play the game is not the same. No way. Think I'm going to get me some happy. I think there's something you should know, and I think it's time I told you so. There's something deep inside of me. There's someone else I've got to be, Mr. Slay. Take me back your picture in a frame. Take back your singing in the rain. I hope you understand. Sometimes the clothes do not make the man. All we have to do now is that I, I, I'm, this is not working out. <laughs> I have to do a lot more practice on Mr. Garrison. No more Mr. Garrisons. That was really embarrassing, actually. That was not nearly oh, as bad as you think. Uh, no, it was, it, was, it was pretty bad. It was a little uh, crisply, I, it was I, a little crisply I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know when they're bad. I believe, I know when that was bad. That was a really bad one. It was something, it just is not, was not Mr. Garrison. It sounded like Rolling Chris Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best. The only thing I can do is, is routinely, like, with regularity from Mr. Garrison is, oh, jeez. That's all I can <laughs> That was quite good, though. Um, but yes, but I'm very limited, very limited. Okay, last one. Last one. Jake Salazar says, sorry I'm late. This uh, central time is throwing me off, but can William Regal read us green eggs and ham before bed? No, I don't have a Ned from South Park voice, the one with the smoker's voice box thing. I do not have that, but thank you. No, I don't have it. Mm, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, now you got to do it. Because apparently no. you have one. I don't have one of those. Okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> William Regal. Reading part of it. <clears throat> I am Sam. I am Sam. I am Sam. I am. That's Sam. I am. That's Sam. I am. I do. Uh, hold on. There's two of you. Uh, that's Sam. I am. That's Sam. I am. I do not like that Sam. I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Would you like them here or there? I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Would you like them in a house? Would you like them with a mouse? I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. What you ate them with a not box? What you ate them with a fox? Not in a not in the box. Not with the fox. Not in the house. Not with the mouse. I would not eat them here or there. I would not eat them anywhere. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. But I do like you, man in the mask. All right. That's it. Would you like to hear a wholesome Hensler moment or? My family please, moment. Please. So my dad used to read green eggs and ham to us all the time. Mm -hmm. And he also read a lesser known but better book, in my opinion, Fox and Socks. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with Fox and Socks? Mm -hmm. um, there's a story of my dad reading that to us every night. And my sister, when she was very young, falling asleep in the car, like in the back seat, just dazed off, like 
Tweedle, Beatles, Battle, Poodle, Noodle. <laughs> Just like <laughs> reciting the gibberish as she's nodding off. But I was like, I think we've read that book enough. I think that one, that yeah, one's been enough. read. Yeah. Paul Elizabeth also guest on and various other um, male Disney <laughs> music mm. characters because Perfect. we grew up in an era where there weren't DVDs in the back of the car and oh. he listened to a lot of Disney tapes. There you go. <laughs> um, that's everything from this and uh, we'll do well, we'll do more of this I'm sure next week if you know be by more of this I mean being angry at terrible booking because I'm sure it's not going to stop. Yeah, especially uh, for another taped episode that's not going to be good. Um, but tomorrow's Grand Slam, and you're going to be there. I will be there. Um, uh, and uh, I will be uh, here watching the Moxley and Danielson match and probably the MJF cash-in. Um, so uh, be here for that, for not here, be at my YouTube channel, Alex Sour Graps, all one word, um, and uh, be over there for that uh, to watch me react to whatever the hell happens. Um, also then we'll, me and Sean will be there talking about it on this channel. So, uh, give that a watch if you don't mind. Uh, Horton, here's a who is pretty good. Hop on pop was, was, uh, was all right. Um, there was, yeah, there's a good one. Anyone? Thank you, everybody. I, we, we appreciate you so much for being here. Um, however, on a night like tonight, specifically tonight, there's no way of, of ending the show without using the catchphrase. The catchphrase, of course, is everything sucks. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.